In today's episode of Jerica Martinez, the podcast, I am sitting down with Melissa Cab. Melissa is the co-founder of Blissology, a top-rated lash and brow bar here in the Tampa Bay area. I was absolutely blown away at how much we are aligned with the idea of following your dreams. I was so excited when Melissa agreed to come on the podcast. She is such an inspiration to not only me, but so many young women out there chasing their true passion. I have personally seen her build her business from the ground up, and at only 23 years old, she's not planning to stop anytime soon. I know you're going to love her story as much as I do. Hi, I'm Jerrica Martinez, and it is my intention to bring you weekly episodes shining light and truth on my true passion, fitness, giving you helpful tips, inspiring you to dig deep, and cheering you on every step of the way. Each month, I will be interviewing women entrepreneurs rising to greatness and living out their passion, whatever it may be. Together, it is my hope that this platform will leave you uplifted and encouraged. After all, this is a space where I want to empower as many women as possible. Keep shining. This is Jerrica Martinez, the podcast. Today, we are here at Blissology having a little chat with my girl, Melissa Cab. So, Tell us about yourself. You're so cute. Um, hi, guys. I am Melissa Caballero, Cab, whatever you want to call me. Um, I am, again, co-founder of Blissology. Um, we are a top-rated lash and brow studio here in the Tampa Bay area. We're pretty much your Neiman Marcus of lash and brows. So just... <laughs> That's <laughs> like a cute that. way to say that. Yeah. So tell us what Blissology is. So... Actually, everybody always asks me, like, what is Blissology? Yeah. Um, pretty much Blissology stands for the art and science of, like, beauty. So oh, okay. it kind of comes because my... So my mom and I own the business, for all of you guys that don't know. Um, my mom is a little more of, like, the nerdy side of the business. She's nerdy a little, like... So, yeah, so we were <laughs> laughing because we are like, oh, you're yeah, you're very scientific or whatever. And I'm more of, like, the artistic one. Yeah. So I thought it was a good um, name representing, you know, us and Bliss's happiness. And you know what I mean? You come here and you're happy. So. Yeah, no, I came in here and I was happy. As soon as I came <laughs> in here, I was excited. Um, so walk us through how you got here today. Kind of paint the picture of how you became the co-founder of a brow and lash studio. Oh, girl. That's a... Tough Take question. us down memory lane. Yeah, down memory lane. Um, long story, but I'll try to shorten it a little bit. Um, I totally got into this industry on accident. I never thought I was actually going to pursue anything in the beauty industry. It was definitely always one of my dreams. But, um, you know, I thought I was going to go into marketing. <laughs> so you went to college for marketing? Yeah. You started to go to college for marketing? Oh, yeah. And then what happened? So, my family's really big on college. Okay. They always thought that college was just the only way to success. Um, I always obviously thought differently, but, you know, I have to respect my parents and their wishes, so I definitely started college, um, and I thought marketing was the best um, career choice for me because I'm very creative, again, artistic. 
Um, I like to think outside the box and I thought that was a good thing to get into. So um, I got into that, actually hated it. I hated college, honestly. I thought personally for me, this is just my opinion. I think college is a joke yeah. for certain things. And right. um, I, was, I was miserable. So there's that. How long were you in college? I was in college for like a year and a half. A year and a half. Yeah. And then, so when you decided that college wasn't for you, were you a little bit scared or intimidated about what could happen if you didn't continue to go to college? So, yes. I okay. definitely was like, oh my God, I don't want to drop out and be like a college dropout right. and work in McDonald's <laughs> and just be one of those. Um, yes, of course, that's always a fear. But I was very fortunate because I actually didn't drop out until my business started taking off. So okay. I already had started Smart. my business while in college. And what business was that? Um, I started pretty much lashing. So I um, went to esthetician school, got my license in that while in college. Okay. Um, and then I started taking on clients and just um, pretty much practicing the artistry and getting to know a little bit, mastering, I should say, my artistry and... Um, getting good at what I do and my clientele grew rapidly and once I saw that I was making a good number that I was happy with um, I was like okay I think I'm comfortable yeah Yeah, let's just do it let's drop out and let me actually put all my energy into Into, this yeah yeah Yeah, it's hard to have your energy divided for sure and then things don't end up I actually struggled with that for a while because I wanted to go to school I wanted to work I wanted to do personal training I wanted to do the hair business I wanted to, like I wanted to do so many things but then at the end of the day I'm realizing like I'm failing my classes I'm not showing up for class I'm missing like days at the gym for myself and I'm like mm-hmm. something has to change like my energy is too many places yeah. and once I put all of my energy like into school because I have my GI bill so right. you can't you can't mess up the GI bill so I was like, let me actually focus on this. It's pretty much like a free education, but I can still be building what I need to build on the side. Right. But having your energy divided definitely makes things a lot more difficult. I like that you brought that up because that is actually really, really important is that, you know, you can't, you can't spread yourself out too thin. You know what I mean? Like you're human Mm -hmm. and you can only handle so much. Right. I think we all struggle with that in some way. And I think, um... On your road to success, you have to learn that balance and you have to figure out, listen, like, what is it that I truly want? What mm-hmm. is the most important thing right now? Let me try to master that and then let me, you know, pursue Maybe. something else. Right. After yeah. you figure out one thing, you could pick up something else. Mm-hmm. But it, it definitely is hard whenever you feel like you don't know really what you want to do and you kind of want your hands on a whole bunch of different things. Mm-hmm. And then you realize, like, okay, I do like this, I do like this, but what do I truly love? Like, what, right. like, sets me on fire every single day? Like, what can I really see m- being a part of me rather than, like, me being a part of it? You have to, like, figure that part out. And I think a lot of people, they do go to college hoping, like, some false dream. Like, I'm in college, and I'm going for something that already, I'm going for dietetics, which already, like, feeds into me being a personal trainer already right so legally I could be able to write meal plans and fitness plans like workout plans um legally but some people go into college like with this I think it's kind of like a false hope or like a false dream like okay I'm gonna get this degree I'm gonna work for this person 
but half the time just because you have a degree doesn't mean you're getting a job it doesn't mean that you're guaranteed in that industry you know what i'm saying like yes you have a piece of paper that says you took this many credit hours but are you truly going to get that job that you think that you deserve i will say i think society has completely screwed us yeah um the reason why i say this is because there is this misconception that if you go to college, you know, you're just, you're going to be successful and you're going to have to figure it out. I know so many people that go to college, graduate, and still are looking for jobs. Right. You know, they can't find anything in the field or whatever that they, do, they you know, graduated with. And it that's, that's scary. That is scary. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, I think, I don't know, truly, my biggest thing that I want your listeners to really listen to what I'm saying, if there's anything you're taking from this, is follow your dreams and I know it sounds so cliche but it's so true right you know because if you love something you're gonna put everything you have into that Mm -hmm. and eventually like you know you reap what you sow you know what I mean the more you do something the more energy you put towards something it's gonna grow it's gonna flourish but you have to truly love what you do you can't do something that you're just okay I guess this is fine let's try it out it's just not going to work. You're just, you're never going to be satisfied and you're never going to truly be happy. And I think truly you just have to figure out what is it that you really love and how can you monetize on that? I think you're so right about that. And I think a lot of people need to, it does sound cliche, like follow your dreams or like be what you want to be. Anything is possible. Like it does sound cliche, but honestly, when you put all your energy into that and your energy isn't divided and your mind and your heart is focused on one thing, like so much is possible just from that. And maybe you are going to lose friends. You're going to lose relationships. You're going to lose titles. You're going to lose everything. But once you're going after that one passion and you're truly like setting your soul on fire and it really lights you up, people are going to see that passion. People are going to see that burning passion inside of you and trust you and rock with you. Like, they're gonna support you because they see like okay this isn't something that she started and she's gonna quit in a few months this is really something that she's sticking out and that she really is passionate about Mm -hmm. and I can support that I can support that you're sticking by yourself I can support that everyone else told you to go to college but you didn't because you felt something inside of you saying that's not for you I can support that I can support the fact that everybody else is going to college everybody else after high school goes to college and that's typical that's like what society tells us that we need to do but you're an oddball because you didn't do that but it's because there was something inside of you telling you that that's not what you want to do whenever you decided that college wasn't for you did you get like a lot of backlash from people that were close to you oh my god like you're not gonna make it that's not a good idea you're gonna regret it you know what honestly like I thank god every day that I had those people in my life because this is just the way I personally tick. Um, doubt really is my biggest motivation. Same. You know, when people tell me, listen, Melissa, you're crazy. It's not going to work. Like, this isn't going to happen. That's just, like, like to fire That's my ass. That's me up in the like, morning, Let's honey. go. Yeah. Let's do it. Like, yeah. you know, you telling me I can't do something is just making it that much more exciting for me to go right. and prove to you. That you, you know, and I say this in the most humble way possible. I just want to stunt on everybody that told me no. Yeah. You know, I just want to be like, look, I did it. You know, you doubted me and here I am. Right. You know, doing the thing. I think a lot of people, the first thing that they do is doubt. Their their initial reaction, hey, I'm dropping out of school. Okay. Like, that's not going to work for you. Why are you doing that? Their initial reaction isn't, so what plans do you have for yourself? Mm -hmm. Why are you doing this? How can I help you? How can I support you? 
what can I do to mentor you and get you to where you want to be? Because if you're not going to school, you're doing something. But what are you doing? Yeah. And a lot of people don't, they don't initially go to that supportive side. They go to the more of the doubt side. Um, I know whenever I first decided to go to the military, people were like, you can't go to the military. Like, you're a female. What are you doing thinking that you can go to the military? Like, all of this stuff. And I'm like, both my brothers were in the military before me. So I'm like, what do you mean? Like, why are you saying that I can't do it? Mm -hmm. So then when I went to the military and I graduated, like, graduating, walking across that, marching across the parade field, I'm like... How good did that feel? I'm like, you guys (laughs) may not be here to see me graduate, but I'm saluting this flag with soldier on my chest like this is what I am and so many people were like I'm so proud of you I knew you can do it but I'm like you weren't saying that that 12 weeks ago like what is this and then whenever I got out of the military people like why are you getting out of the military what are you doing why are you you know not staying in for 20 years the military isn't for everybody the military is not you know select people can only do 20 years it's tough man and when i got out people like so what are you gonna do i'm like i'm going to school oh you're going to school you're gonna go to school with 19 year olds 18 year olds i'm like yeah i'm a junior now like what do you want me to say like yeah that's what i'm doing so definitely people go towards doubt before they go towards supporting you but have you seen anybody come back around like that doubted you but now that see that sees that you're doing well for yourself and now they want to support you oh my god yeah how does that make you feel I mean, at first I definitely struggled with it. Yeah. Um, but it got so common that I'm just like, okay, whatever. You know, Melissa, let it go. Like, yeah, let it go. That's honestly, a good one. It's, it's negative energy. It's just negativity, I feel. And it's, it's fake love. And I just don't, I don't, that doesn't sit well with my spirit. You yeah. know, like I, I'm just focused on myself. I want to be surrounded by only like only positive people people that push me and believe in me and you know just tell me you know you can do it right you know what I mean yeah so I mean I don't really talk to these people anymore so that just goes to show that I'm I'm really keen on dropping people in my life that I feel like just don't deserve my energy so have you had have you had a time in your life or maybe now where you had to drop friends even maybe relationships to pursue this specific dream of yours Oof, I've dropped a lot of very special people to me okay um people I genuinely love still love with all my heart love them so much um but I had to get rid of that you know what I'm saying like I knew what I wanted in life, and I knew this person or these people weren't going to push me towards my goals. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, If you want, I'll talk about a very specific um, point in my life that I feel like a lot of young women can resonate to. Um, And I think this is what this is all about. You know, this podcast is all about empowering women, and young females need to hear that, you know... You're going to love a lot of people in your life, okay? You're going to love your friends. Um, If you're in a relationship, you're going to, you know, you're going to make stupid decisions because of the people you love. Okay. All right? Yeah. Um, I was, how old was I? I was 18 or 19, and I, like, fell in love completely um, with a man in the military. Um, And I'm going to keep it uh, very, how do I say this? I'm not going to say too much about this person to respect them and their family and their wishes and stuff, but 
Um, I think my story will definitely help a lot of people. This is the biggest thing that I think molded me as a woman and has turned me into the woman I am today. Um, I definitely fell in love when I was super young. Um, and this was in the beginning of my career when I was starting out um, the lash industry and everything that I do now. Um, <clears throat> we were together for about a year at this point and it was like, okay, you know, I want you to like live with me and pretty much, you know, figure out what, what are we going to do? Either we separate or we, you know, stay together, but you're going to have to like move pretty much. And so I at this to, point, you're trying to take your relationship to the next level, whatever yeah, that is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was trying to take my relationship to the next level. Cause again, this was what I believed was the love of my life. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, I was like, I can't miss out on this opportunity. Right. This is somebody I really see myself with. And I love this person with everything I have. Yeah. Let me, I have to go make, for it. I have to make, yeah, I have to make a decision. Um, and you know, I made the decision to leave my business pretty much and pursue this relationship. Um, and I will say, I don't regret that. Um, I'm very fortunate that that happened to me because I learned a lot in the process of it, but, um, I definitely wish I wouldn't have handled the situation the way that I did. Okay. I am regretful of that. Um, I hurt a lot of people in the process of doing that um, because, you know, I personally made the choice to move, but I never really was content with that decision that I had made. Okay. It was always like, there was always that burning fire of, I want to, I want to follow my dream. And my dream was to have a studio and, you know, like have a business that can grow and flourish. And I knew that moving everywhere around the world was never going to give me that Right. You know, what I wanted. Because right. obviously you can't have a salon and then dip out. Leave and <laughs> you know what I mean? dip again. And then, yeah. Yeah. So it was hard because, um, again, this person in the military, you know, it was his job is very difficult. Yeah. You know, and I feel like as a spouse or a partner, you have to be 100% supportive of them yeah. and their career. And you can't really balance yourself out with that. Yeah. And um, I couldn't. You know, and this person was truly a blessing. Amazing guy all around. I have nothing bad to say about him, but it was me. I totally messed that up because, yeah. again, I think women need to know if you're going to make a decision, you have to be 100% comfortable with this decision you're making. If not, it's just going to backfire on you. Yeah. You know? And I was so young. I didn't know what I was doing. Um, I would find myself purposely trying to, you know screw myself out of this relationship by like you know pointing fingers and just just to get a reaction to make it seem okay for me to walk right. away you right. know what I'm saying yeah. validation like, yeah mm -hmm. I wanted to feel like okay I'm leaving because this person is bad or right. this person's not good for me and that wasn't the wasn't case, the case. Yeah. you know what I mean so mentally um that took a toll on me for sure mm -hmm. um it really made me realize how strong-minded I really am because for me to walk away from somebody that I truly loved. And something that um, made you happy. Yeah. Like, for my dreams. Yeah. Like, that just goes to show, like, I love what I do. Right. I was going to say F word, yeah. but I'm not going to say it. <laughs> but I really love yeah. what I do, you know, and I'm very passionate about this. I think a lot of people maybe misinterpret what your passion, not yours, but what a passion is, um, 
there there's things that you can be interested in and there's things that could you know spark your curiosity but then there's your passion and your passion is something that literally fuels the fire inside of you it's something that you imagine it's something that you daydream about it's something that you constantly speak about it's something that you truly feel within your soul that you're meant to be doing and there should be nothing no relationship no family members no friendship no nothing should get in the way of you pursuing that passion and I know being so young that 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 vision of like you can have your passion and you can be madly in love and you can also be out of state and you can also at that time were you with your mom did you guys merge yet no no no, okay so before we merged okay so you can have your business and you can be madly in love and you can leave your whole clientele and everything that you knew and everything that you grew up with and go and it could work and like being so young of course that sounds amazing I was young and got engaged while I was a senior in high school like of course we have that's the beauty of being young but then there's so Mm -hmm. much wisdom that you get in that failing Oh my God, yeah. so much wisdom so much experience so much lessons that you learn now looking back you're like dang that was probably so dumb like people were looking at me like probably that was never gonna happen like I probably mm-hmm. looked so stupid and people told me you know what I mean yeah but I I had to make that mistake on my own you know what I mean I had to figure it out for myself exactly because if not I was gonna be regretful exactly I would have sat here and been like yo I just missed out on the love of my life what mm-hmm. if this would have been the person for me because right. but I did it, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And it just didn't work out. Um, But it is what it is, you know? I'm a completely different person now because of it. It has, again, bolded me into the woman I am today, the entrepreneur I am today. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's helped me with relationships now as far as, like, my family, my friends. I'm very aware of the decisions I make because I know my decisions can hurt a lot of people. Right. And because, you know, I, I did that. You know, I definitely suffered the consequences from it. Maybe in that that time, it looked like an L. Mm-hmm. But now looking back, I think that you know, everyone involved knows that that ultimately was a win. For sure. For sure. And For I sure. think without that heartbreak, without that hard lesson, without you having to grow up at such a young age and be like, look, you know... I love myself too much to allow something that truly I love mm-hmm. slip away. Mm-hmm. And I think there's so much there's so much positivity and so much like wisdom and experience in that just single situation that looking back now you're so grateful for. Yeah. So grateful for because without it, who knows? You may not be here. Like in this exact location. I would, doing I exactly what you're I doing. And that's the thing is I know for a fact that I would not be here right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because as soon as I left that situation, I took my heartbreak, I took my hurt, I took everything, and, and I that. and I use that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I put every single thing I had. Yeah. And I put it into something I loved because I was like, listen, if I left this relationship, I didn't leave this for nothing. Right. I left this because I was gonna make something of myself, and I'm gonna make sure that I freaking get there and I do it. Yeah. And um. You know, thankfully, here I am. No, you know, it worked out. Worked out, and I'm, you know, still not content with where I'm at. Because I don't think way. you should ever be content. Yeah, no, for um, sure. I'm very blessed, but I, I still have a lot of work to do. So, so um, that was before you and your mom merged, right? Yeah. All of that happened before. So whenever 
whenever you left that situation and you decided to come back home, is that when you guys decided to merge? So yeah, after a little bit of a little bit of us, well, pretty much when I moved back, it was a few months, and I was, you know, she was her own business, I was my own business, but we were working within like the same business, if that makes sense. So what was her business? So hers was Bliss Permanent Cosmetics at the time. Okay. And mine was Blissful Lash. Okay. So it was technically two separate businesses. But I remember, like, the clients were so confused. Yeah. Like, you know, what is going on? Mm -hmm. So I was like, Mom, listen, we're mother-daughter. Mm-hmm. Nobody's doing this. Nobody is, like, a mother-daughter duo. Right. Um, you have the brains with certain things. I have the brains with certain things. Why don't we just combine what we know and... Make magic happen. Yeah, just make it make it work. So then, you guys, what what year was that that you? How long have you guys been together in business? Blissology happened in twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen, so about two, almost three. Yeah, coming up on three, three. Okay, so how was it like working with your mom? <laughs> Full time. <laughs> um, it's a lot easier now because I don't live with my parents anymore. That so there's was, a separation. Yeah, that was okay. really hard. Um having to work with my mom all day and then going home and being with my mom again I was like yo I can't get away from this woman I totally I understand I know whenever I was in the military and my last roommate love her to death she's an amazing person um such like a good time and so much fun but she was like the right hand to our commander and mm-hmm. I was like his left hand like we were there together all the time with him and then we would go home and be roommates and then we would go back to work and be P- like at Ugh. PT and be together and then we would go home and change and then we would go back to the office and I'm like I love you to death but you're on my nerves like yeah. you're annoying I don't want to see you every they start single getting day annoying. <laughs> yes and like she looks at me and she's like I love you but you're like you gotta go somewhere like get away like yeah it's it's just so much being involved with the same person so much so oh we bicker we All bicker a lot. We bicker a lot. Um, to this day, you know, we can never agree on something. I'll be like, hey, mom, let's do this photo shoot. This is the vision I have. She's like, eh, I don't like that. I don't think that's a good I'm idea. Like, mom, <laughs> honestly, like, we need to come to terms with something. Yeah. Um, and then it just turns into a little argument. But we get over it quick. We love each other. She's my best friend. You know, at the end of the day, we're super close. So I'm very grateful to have that relationship with her. Was it easy to be like, let's let's merge, let's do this together? It was. It was, was for me because I trust my mom with everything I have. Right. And I was like, honestly, if I'm going to have a business partner, Who there's right. no one else in the world right. I would choose but her. Yeah. She's so, such an inspiring woman right. for me. She has made me into who I am today. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, I admire her. I've always admired her work ethic. Um since I, I was little, that. you yeah. know, so always seeing her. Yeah. Like, What's mommy doing? I want to yeah. be like her. Like I always wanted to be like my I mom love that. growing up. I'm like, I want to be like my mom. Yeah. You know, so it's cool that I kind of am like my yeah. mom now. Like, yeah. You guys kind <laughs> of so are. It's cool. That's so cute. I love that. Um, what if somebody's like trying to open a business or just step out in faith, like of their passion, what are some pros and cons that you have about being a business owner, a young successful business owner? Like, how old are you? I'm 23. 23. Mm-hmm. So being so young, how, what are like some pros and cons that you face of being a business owner and obviously being successful? So one big thing is a lot of people are going to doubt you because of your age. Okay. You know, a lot of people are not going to take you seriously because of your age. Right. Um, but, you know, I think that comes with confidence. You mm-hmm. have to be very confident within yourself and you have to understand and, you know... 
and know what you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Like, just have have that confidence to just step out there and be like, listen, I know I'm young or whatever, but this is what I want. This is what I'm going to do. And just be confident with your decisions and stuff like that. Um, that's for one. Another thing is... Um, <laughs> uh, this is a difficult question because being young is, is hard. Um, nothing good comes easy mm-hmm. is a big thing too. I think that a lot of young people are very entitled Um, amen sister that's just the society we're in millennials we are very entitled we think that everything is just gonna come to us and Mm -hmm. it's not like you gotta bust your ass honey if you don't especially because you're young it's not gonna happen yeah especially because Mm -hmm. there's already a cap in society that you're a millennial you don't want to work for anything you're spoiled you're entitled you you know don't know the worth or Mm-hmm. there's so much of a bad rap that millennials get some of them most of them are lazy and yeah. they don't have a good work ethic and they are entitled but then there's that two percent of millennials that are out here ready fighting for their passion fighting for their dreams yeah. trying to make it happen trying to break barriers change the world in whatever way that they can and then it's like when i'm serious then the whole world's like, oh, you're a joke. And then you have to kind of use that as fuel to be like, I'm going to prove my, I'm gonna prove to myself and to everybody else that, yes, I'm young, but I'm not dumb. I'm not mm-hmm. stupid. Yes, I'm a woman and I'm oh, an entrepreneur, yeah. oh, but yeah. I'm not dumb and I'm not stupid. And I, this mm-hmm. is something that I truly believe in and I know my stuff. I, don't, I think entrepreneurship and especially whenever you're an entrepreneur with your passion you can't BS it. You have to know what's happening. You have to know what's yeah. going on. It's not a fake it till you make it. It's know your stuff so you can be taken serious. Yeah. Know what you're talking about. Put yourself out there. Be confident in what you're doing. Confident mm-hmm. in your craft. Confident in whatever it is that you're doing. So that way people see that and they resonate with that. And they're like, okay, she may be young. She may be a woman, but she knows her stuff. She knows what she's passionate about. She knows where she's going. She has a direction. She has focus. And that's how I think you, be, you get taken seriously. You know what I hate? This is something that I always think about. I always hear this. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I want to be an entrepreneur, and I want to, like, be my own boss. I don't want to work for anybody. Okay. People do not know. You work harder. People do not <laughs> know what comes with that. They think that it's easier mm-hmm. because you're working for yourself. Oh, no. It's, com- it's the complete opposite. The highs are super high, and the lows right. are super right super Mm -hmm. low I have hit rock bottom I have been to the point where I'm like I don't want to do this anymore I'm gonna throw it all away because I'm sick of it Mm -hmm. you know it's hard you have to mentally be very strong to have that entrepreneur lifestyle I always joke and say it's very unpredictable too yeah like I don't own Blissology yeah Blissology owns me right right now because guess what I don't have time to just do what, you what want I want to do. Yeah. I don't have financial freedom yet. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's ultimately the goal. Obviously. You yeah. know? Um, but right now, I live for my business. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm breathing for my business. This business runs everything in my life. But I think that's a lesson to be told, a uh, lesson to be taught, though, because yes, you may be young, and yes, you do work for yourself, you have your own business, whatever, but you have so much sweat equity put into this mm. business that to throw it away would obviously be stupid yeah but to even 
not to throw it away, but to even maybe divide your time, like half here, half with friends, half here, Mm -hmm. half with, like, you're not at that place yet that you can do that. And you understand that. And I think a lot of people don't understand that. Mm -hmm. This is something that I, that I have, I planted this seed, I'm watering it and I'm watching it grow, but it's not into a huge tree yet. It's not where I want it to be. And until it gets there, it requires all of my time. Everything. It requires every bit of me. Yep. I'm always learning, always growing, always shaping myself into be a better person, but a better business owner. And I know you, you have employees, so you have mm-hmm. to be, obviously, a better boss. There, you can always get better, yeah. but you're not going to get better if you think, oh, I have my own business, but I don't have to be here all the time. No, I have my own business, not. but I can, you know, take days off. No. I have my own mm-hmm. business, but I don't have to take it seriously because it's my business. Oh, no, yeah. Like, to watch something grow and watch something be as big as you want it to be, whatever that may be, this is your baby right now. Like, yeah. this is your baby. Every single time that you think that you have spare time, you're probably like, um, wait, I could be doing this. I could be oh, doing this. yeah. I feel guilty, honestly. Like, and that's why, like, I, I, don't, I don't really have a life. I don't have a social life. But you you've know come to terms but with that I, and you're okay I've with it. I've come to terms with that. I struggled with that in the beginning, but now I honestly, I like it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because I'm reaping the benefits from yeah. it. You yeah. know, I'm seeing my business grow, flourish, and, you know, I mean, man, I just bought a house yeah. at 23 years old by myself, a mm-hmm. brand new house. Like, yeah. who can say that? You know, like, to be able to have that, it's honestly just overwhelming. It's a blessing. And yeah. It's all of the sweat that I've put into this and all of the sacrifices I've made of me saying, no, I can't go out today. No, we can't hang out. No, like, sorry, like, I I don't have time for you because I'm putting everything into this. And to see it all come um, and happen is just, like, crazy. So, yeah, you have to be okay with that. Get comfortable with the uncomfortable, I I always say. Um, You know, it sucks not going out and being having fun, but... it may suck but does it really like I know so many times where like people have asked me to go out and I'm just like no what are you missing out on like I know what I'm saying because if I go out I'm gonna get drunk I'm gonna spend money I'm not gonna wake up and go to the gym tomorrow yeah I'm not gonna eat right I'm gonna want to go freaking eat a pizza and like Mm -hmm. that's putting me behind yes we're going out we're having fun we're having a good time but you don't respect my grind you don't respect what I have to do tomorrow you don't care if I wake up at seven or if I wake up at noon no you don't care about you don't respect what I have going on Mm -hmm. so there's so many times where I go out with people that don't have anything to look forward to the next day and they want to be out three four five in the morning drunk and I'm like that that's cool for you but for Mm -hmm. me and where I'm going and where I see myself that's not okay for me because yeah. I'm not going to wake up in the morning and do what I need to do to get better and get closer to my goals. For and sure. that's not going to make you sleep any less. It's right. going to make me sleep less. Right. So I think I think for sure young women can resonate with the fact that you're going to have to sacrifice some time with friends or family or whatever. You're going to have to sacrifice in order to ultimately come out and talk And even later. people. You have to sacrifice people, you know, yeah. because you you said it, you know, like, those people don't care about your time. Yeah. They, they're they not concerned about, oh, what is Jerica, what did Jerica have going on tomorrow? Right. Like, she has all these goals for herself. They don't care. Yeah. You know? Find a new clique, dude. Like, yeah. find friends that really, like, 
push you. Yeah. You know? I can count my friends on one hand. Same. Um, and not even do. Maybe <laughs> like, a finger. <laughs> like, yeah. two fingers? Yeah. And we're good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, when I'm slacking, they, they tell me, yo, like, like, yeah. Those are good friends, though. Yeah. Those are really good and friends. And I, I love that. Yeah. And that's what I need, is I, I need people to check me. I remember when I came back from the military, and I was, like, I had just transitioned from soldier to civilian, and I didn't have any friends, like, back home, because the friends that I had before I left were still doing the same things they were doing when I left, mm-hmm. five years prior. <laughs> And then I had different goals, different dreams, different aspirations that I feel like they didn't respect. So I was struggling because I didn't have, I felt like I didn't have anybody around me that supported where I was going. They just supported where I was at. Yeah. And I felt very lost and confused. Like, why don't I have any friends? Like, I think I'm pretty cool to hang out with, you know? I can make you laugh twice. But, like, why don't I have any friends? Why don't I have people that want to be around me? And I realized... Like, there's a famous quote, like, elevation requires separation. Mm-hmm. And, like, mm-hmm. I I, this is the time that I need to separate myself. This is the time that I need to really hustle hard. And I have no excuses. I have no friends, but I have no excuses. Like, I have no excuses to be out all hours of the night. I have no excuses to spend my money on pointless things. Mm-hmm. I have no excuse to not put in this time and this sweat equity right now to get me closer to where I want to be. Absolutely. And I think that that may look like an L at first, mm-hmm. but ultimately it's a win. Oh, for I sure. I think so. For sure. Yeah. You're not missing out on anything. I no. think what you're doing is great and I think you're definitely on the right road, you know, and a lot of women just don't think the way we do and that's okay. Yeah. You know, those are just not the people that we're going to obviously involve in our circle. Yeah, I think I have to remind myself that it's okay. That not everybody's going to think like me. Not everybody wants to be an entrepreneur. Not everybody wants to be a fitness trainer. Not everybody wants to be at the gym, Jerrica. Yeah. Jeez. Right? Okay. Um, Hey, I love the gym. Okay, there we go. See? (laughs) So, um, how was growing up for you? How how do you think... We're bouncing all around here. But how was growing up for you? How how did, did you feel different compared to everybody else like when you were going through high school or growing up because you knew that you didn't want to go to college oh yeah um I definitely always felt like an outsider um when I was in high school I was that girl that didn't make friends easily I didn't know at the time what it was it was like okay am I just a bitch like am I an ass yeah like do people just not like me you know like I don't know. I always felt like an outcast. Um, But I started realizing that it's just because I thought so differently. Yeah. I had a completely different view on life than a lot of people. I knew, I always knew I was special. Mm -hmm. I just didn't understand why other people didn't see that. They couldn't resonate with your mindset at that time. Yeah. So that always made you feel outside. Yeah. I always felt like I was just an outcast. Um... But, you know, when I realized and when I really became confident within myself, that's when I really started making moves. You know? So you felt like an outcast just because it was difficult for you to make friends or you just didn't have the same interests as everyone? You I didn't, didn't have the same interests. Okay. I definitely didn't. I didn't. Honestly, in high school, I probably went to like one or two parties. Okay. <laughs> um, I just wasn't about that. Yeah. Um, I didn't think what everybody thought was cool at the time I didn't find it interesting Mm -hmm. you know um I don't know I just I was always I always thought differently Mm -hmm. 
in the way that I just viewed things. And um, that's not necessarily a bad thing. No, no, no. How, at that time, how did you, like, cope with it? Was there an outlet that you had? Was there something that you put your extra time into? Like, how did you cope with, okay, I'm not fitting in. I'm not, I'm not really making those connections that I thought I should be making. Well, at making. the time, you got to think, I was, like, 16, 17. I was so young. So I, I honestly would put my energy into, like, relationships. Okay. I would say I would always, like, be in, like, a long-term relationship mm-hmm. just because I felt like at the time it would keep me grounded and... I would find the one person to give me the attention or whatever yeah. and but you know what I mean it didn't work out obviously for the best but um yeah no I don't know I was still too young to really know Why? I didn't know what I wanted right and I didn't really understand I didn't view life the way I do now on mm-hmm. a whole deeper spiritual level same you know wow I think that's something about being 20 in the 20s You've- really figure it out no yeah for sure you don't want to be my friend yeah. fine i'll stay at home and Bye. eat pizza <laughs> and watch netflix i like, love it it's fine i actually did that last night i had planned but then they fell through and i was like wow i'm i'm too excited that they fell through and that i'm at home by I just myself be here like i'm too excited about this like sex in the city's on tv oh my God, i, I made zucchini shrimp and um potatoes and i was like you know what? I'm just living life. Like, this is amazing for me. I love that. That's literally me. I'm such a homebody, so I can I can resonate with that. I can just be like, you know what? I'm glad that this didn't work out. Let me just stay home all day in my pajamas. Right? I love so, it. Um, what advice would you tell your younger self? If you could say one thing to 18-year-old Melissa. Hmm. Maybe make six. Mis- let's make mistakes 16. and learn from them. Okay. Make a lot of mistakes. Okay. But learn from them. Take something from every mistake you've made. Um, you know? Do you feel like you've done that? Oh, yeah. Same. I definitely have. Um, I'm very proud of the mistakes I, I've see, made. I, don't, I, don't, I wouldn't count them as mistakes then, honestly. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think maybe just lessons. Lessons. They're you lessons, know? yeah. Like, it didn't work out. Okay, on to the next. Mm-hmm. This is probably not going to work out. On to the next. You For know? sure. There's going to be sure. lessons, More, so many more lessons to come. Another thing I would probably tell my younger self, I mean, even now I struggle with this, um, is be, be a little selfish. Yes. Oh my goodness. Absolutely. Yeah. With with what in particular? Um, Your energy, your space, your time. Honestly, everything. 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 Yeah. I I can't really pick one because I think everything. Um, I care about people too much. I'm just that person. Yeah. I always think about others before myself. And most people would perceive that as a good thing. But I think that's one of my faults because I tend to forget about myself um, and I lose myself in the process. You know what I'm saying? No, for um, sure. So I definitely say be selfish and be okay with it, but definitely still keep others into consideration. Be respectful um, while, you know, making decisions. But care, think about yourself and what you really want and don't feel bad for wanting what you want. That's a lesson I've learned this week, actually. It's okay to say no. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. This it, week I had a whole life-changing So you're still learning thing. lessons. Yeah. And okay. um, I had to make a really hard decision, but you know what I mean? Like, it's like I have to make myself happy yeah. at the end of the day, and that's what I'm going to do, and I shouldn't have to feel bad for it. Right? So. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, think, um, I think your 20s should be your most selfish years. 
Yeah. I think that I think that's when I know these last I would say year and a half, two years, I've learned so much about myself. I love that. I've learned so much about protecting my space and my energy mm-hmm. and not allowing others to influence what I think, what I want, what I aspire to be. Yeah. Um, I, I don't want you around me if you're going to tell me my dreams are too big. Mm-hmm. I don't want you around me to tell me that that's not going to work. I don't yeah. want you around me to, you know, tell me that I'm crazy for thinking what I think. Mm-hmm. Um, do I respect your point of view? Absolutely. But my dreams are crazy. That's fine. Yeah. My, my, the way that I, my dreams are big. But you know what? Your dreams would be crazy and big if you were the type of person to sit back and just wait for it to happen. But you're not. Yeah. Like, I see you doing your thing. You know what I mean? And that's why I truly, like, you inspire me. You know what I mean? Like, you do. Like, I see you, like, hustling. And, like, you actually have, like, that hustler mentality that a lot of people lack. Mm -hmm. You know? And in order to pursue your dreams, you have to have that mentality. If not, it's not going to work. Like, Mm -hmm. you have to grind every day. And you have to hustle at what you do. And you have to just put everything you have and you know, don't feel bad for it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And, um, yeah, I think, I think it's cool what you're doing. Thank so. you. I think it's cool what you're doing. Seriously. I'm looking at your brows <laughs> the whole entire time. Oh God. I'm jealous. Um, <laughs> so talk me through how you feel when somebody leaves your studio feeling prettier, feeling better about themselves, feeling like they're proud of the work that they paid you to do you or anybody that works that's a good question um so you know how like artists like famous people always say like when they're on stage and they're singing it's like a high you know yeah this is my high yeah you know like when I see a woman smiling and just like super excited about the work I've done right it makes you feel so good because you're like wow like you don't know what women go through on a daily basis right as women we struggle with a lot of insecurities on our personal appearance Mm mm-hmm um, and if I'm able to make somebody feel pretty just for the day, I've done my job. Right. Like, that's what makes me happy is just being able to put a smile on a woman's face. Right. Is just the most rewarding feeling for me. And that's why I'm so passionate about what I do. I think with the type of work that you do, you boost their confidence. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, was, I say the same thing to, like, my hairstylist that I, I'm friends with or you know other lash artists like what you're doing is making that i know when i have my lashes done honey don't tell me anything because i'm cute okay like you're feeling you know what i'm saying like and that is the ultimate i think that is so cool like when i see a review that somebody posted about you guys Mm -hmm. or um like a picture that they posted shouting you guys out or something like they didn't have to do that but you made them feel like they matter and like they're seen and that you they're so pretty and I think that is so cool but you know you know what I really think makes us stand out a little bit too um we really do treat our clients like they are family you know we um we really have a deeper like connection with our clients it's Mm -hmm. not just hey what's up let me do your lashes okay bye like nice meeting you it's like I try to get to know my clients mm-hmm. if they're open to like talking, you know. Um, I've learned so much yeah. to my clients because my clientele base they're typically like in their thirties, forties, um, so they're older women, and 
they have a lot of experience in life and they've been through a lot. Mm-hmm. Like women go through so much. Yeah. And to them, like they open up to me. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know. I if I can just make them feel good and I don't know. I just I love it. I love everything about it. I've met such incredible women through this and I always say, you know, whatever happens in my career, like if I ever get to that point where I don't have to physically work anymore, um, that's great. But I always honestly think that I'll find time to like always just still do a service. Like I honestly love it. Yeah. Like I do. I like. It doesn't feel like work. No. Yeah. No. That's good. There's days. There's days. There's days. Of course. But um, no, for the most part, no. I truly do love what I do. And I think that people can see that. Yeah. When you really love what you do. Yeah. And that's why our clients love us. You know, we we give them the experience, the blissology experience. And I know whenever you make them feel like they're a part of something, that they're family, that's what's going to keep them coming back. Not only mm-hmm. the work that you did, but the experience that they had while they were here for sure and it's unmatched yeah and that's why they keep coming back Mm -hmm. and that's why they have no business doing that review shouting you guys out doing whatever because they love the they genuinely love the experience that they had here we put everything we put our everything every single day you know i tell all the girls that work here you know um you're not just gonna think you're just gonna come here and do the bare minimum like no put everything into what you've got oh yeah and truly just show people that you love them just yeah. show just spread love yeah and positivity and um it shows you know when you really love what you do like people people can feel that energy for sure yeah and when you take pride in it yeah they definitely can feel that i know when i go somewhere and if i don't get good service Oh, I have so much to say. Yeah. Like, but if I get good service, I also have so much to say. Right. Like, absolutely. I think you need to know. Yeah. You need to know what you can improve on or what you need to keep the same. Yeah. But um, I, I, went, I went in to get coffee this morning, and I go to the same place every day, and um, my order was wrong, so I went through the drive-thru, so then I parked and went back inside, and they also gave me, like, an extra dollar with my change, mm-hmm. like, it was supposed to be three dollars that they gave me but they gave me four so I walked back in and I was like hey you know like this dollar is not mine you can have it and also my drink is wrong and they're like oh what what can I do to fix it and like I'm like okay this is what's not right so then they fixed it and just her saying like she wasn't trying to argue she was just like okay what can I do to help you and that that. to me is the reason why I go back every single day there to get coffee they care they care and they're like you know let me fix it for you and they fixed it and it was just it's something so simple like that to where she was just like cool let me help you out our mistake let me help you and that to me was like it could have easily went the other way Mm -hmm. and I would have probably never went back there just saying love it so every guest that I have on my podcast is going to be asked five of the same questions they're called our fire away questions I ask the exact same questions to everybody so the first one first thing you do when you wake up This is actually really cute. Um, when I wake up, I definitely say a little morning prayer. Okay. Um, I just like to show my gratitude for everything I have. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very grateful for everything, and I just want a higher power. Yeah. I'll say, because okay. I don't know what your listeners are into, but yeah. um, for me, that's God. Um, I just thank God every day for everything I have. Yeah. Um, and sometimes I'll give myself morning affirmations. Like, yes. Love I'll look that. at myself in the mirror and be like, you're that bitch. Yes, you, you are. You know, like, you're yes. that girl. Yeah. You're going to do this today. Uh, you're going to have a great day. 
Because I really think that whatever energy you put out into the world is what you're going to receive. Absolutely. So I always try to start my day on a positive note. Perfect. And with so a, like, a little And then part. it's like the craziness of getting ready and getting my dog oh, yeah. ready and oh, yeah. taking him All to daycare. All of that positivity has <laughs> kind of shifted, but it's fine. Yeah. It's like um, craziness. Are you a coffee or tea type of gal? Tea for sure. I tea. actually don't like coffee at all. At all? No. Wait a second. Yeah. At all? Well, like not even like a like a little a little bit. Well, I just don't like the way coffee makes me feel. Caffeine, I stay yeah. away from caffeine. I don't like soda. I don't like energy drinks. I don't even same. take like pre workout. Like I just don't not like it. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't do that. Um. So definitely tea. I like things that like relax me and just calm me down. So tea for sure. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's a different one. Yeah, Everybody's gonna say coffee, but everybody I'm is gonna say. But you know what? It's okay. Um. Describe your life using one word. Just one. Ooh. Just one. That's all you get. <laughs> blessed. Okay. I'm very blessed. That's good. I would say blessed. That's really good, actually. That's good. Mm-hmm. One thing you cannot travel without. Mm. I think I know your answer for this one, actually. But I want to see if I'm right. I'm going to write it down here. You might be wrong. Probably. One thing I can't travel without. <laughs> well, obviously my phone... My phone, because I work a lot, and I, every even when I travel, I'm working okay. on my phone. But if it's not my phone, it's a good pair of heels. Oh, wow. No, I know. I that was, was so way wrong. off, right? Yeah, wow. What were you going to say? Unpredictable. Headphones. Headphones? No. You don't listen to headphones? You don't listen to music? I do. I listen to music, and I love music. That's a good one. I didn't think of that. But a good pair of, sh- like, heels. Even if I'm going, like, in the middle of the desert, like, bitch, I gotta have my heels. Like, Hello. Wow. Yeah, I wear heels a lot. So I'm like the complete opposite. Like, I'll have headphones in, but I won't be listening to anything. Oh, yeah. So, you know. Just because I want to be aware of what's going on. When I'm on the plane, like, if I'm flying, if I'm on the plane, Mm -hmm. once we, you know, take off, headphones on, music for sure. But, like, when I'm in through security and, like, just walking around, finding my gate and all that stuff, my headphones are in, but I'm not listening to anything because I really am big on situational awareness. So I'm like always like i didn't think of that you think but i guess that would music, be that I'm would not. be it yeah headphones yeah i didn't think of that next time if you travel without headphones i don't know if you're gonna make it through, i'm gonna text you, know? you. yeah text me like girl okay this is a really good one okay okay if you had the whole world's attention for 30 seconds what would you say mm. the whole entire world eyes on you that's deep yeah okay we're getting um deep. Woo! <laughs> i would definitely say something on the lines of equality okay um i think that there's a lot of negativity in this world right now and not just as a nation but across the world the universe whatever you want to call it um we just we don't show people the respect they deserve i agree i think no matter what skin color you are no matter what race you are no matter what family you come from no matter what you do whether you're a janitor or you're a ceo of a company i feel like everybody deserves the same respect Mm -hmm. and i think you should love everybody the way you would like to be loved absolutely yeah so that's that's what i would i would probably talk about something along those lines like you know treat treat others the way you would want to be treated for sure and that's so like cliche like that's probably like one of the first things you hear in school Mm -hmm. but it's still it's it's, it's so still important. important today. If you think about it, though, honestly, like, if you just spread love throughout the world, there would not be as much hate as there is. Exactly. You know, with all the problems going on with, like, racial division and stuff, I think that it's so stupid. You know I what I mean? I 
totally agree. And I really, really think that if we just go back to the basics, hold the door for somebody. Yeah. Ask them how they're doing. Show them Say good care. morning. Say hi, yeah. Say, just let them know that they're seen, that they're, mm-hmm. that you see them. Yeah. I think that goes such a long way, and I've been so mindful of this lately, like probably the past three, four months, like, I'm going to hold the door for you. I'm not in a, I'm not in that big of a rush to yeah. not hold the door for you. Yeah. I'm not in that big of a rush to not say good morning. I'm that. not in that big of a rush to ignore you. Keep my head in my phone. Like you're here, you're present. We're Let all me... human, man. Exactly. Like, acknowledge people. It, yes. You know? And that goes such no a long way because I know when I'm acknowledged, I'm like, Oh, like, okay, hold on, girl. Hey, like whenever <laughs> yeah, I'm acknowledged, I'm like, okay, wow. Like you see me. Yeah. Like, I think just acknowledge somebody, let them know, like, you're seen, I hear you, and that just goes such a long way. I think I would tune into your 30-second speech. Yeah? Yeah, I would. I think it'd be a good one. (laughs) Yeah, I think I would. So, I cannot thank you enough for coming on my podcast and letting people know a little bit about you. Yeah. Oh my God. Thank I, you so thank much. Thank you so much for having me. Honestly, I'm super honored to be here and I thought this was going to be super fun. I think everyone is going to resonate with you and that is one of the reasons why I decided to reach out to you and have you on the podcast because I think a lot of people can resonate with your story and just resonate with the fact that you're a young hustler and nothing you got has been given to you and that's a story in and of itself that we need to encourage young women to go after their dreams and chase their passions but to remind them that it's gonna cost them something yeah and I think that is exactly what we talked about today and I think that they're gonna resonate with you so much and I'm so thankful and I'm really open too if like your listeners ever need someone to talk to or like just ask any questions like I'm so open to that like I'm all about women empowerment and just helping other women especially young women that's I think my biggest thing I'm very passionate about trying to help young women figure out like what they want what they want to do um and I I don't know I just I want to be a good example for young girls yeah you know I think that you are I think that you are I try so if people my listeners liked hanging out with us today where can they find you on social media what are your handles um my handle is at melissa cab on instagram that's literally what i like i'm always on or at blissology beauty blissology is with ie not with a y i found that one out i found that one out (laughs) um so yeah you can find me on either one of those platforms so perfect well thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of jerica martinez the podcast Every Wednesday, we will have a new episode, and once a month, we'll be featuring a boss babe living out her passion, whatever it may be. Can't wait to see you guys in the next episode. Thank you for listening.